John, it's episode 72. Wow. I know. It's older than me. It, it is. Barely. But barely. it is. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah the Pod Bay Door, uh, episode 72. Uh, welcome to everybody, and, and thank you so much for, for uh, downloading and subscribing and listening. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, our email is uh, thepodbaydoorlv at, at, I'm sorry, not Yahoo, it's thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, uh, any questions that you have, feel free to, to go there or any one of our social uh, media formats. Uh, we answer everybody, I promise, I promise, I promise. Uh, and uh, we also love reviews. And if you have a chance, um, uh, catch us on iTunes, give us a review on there, or again, any of your uh, favorite social uh, formats, but specifically iTunes. We really love those, and uh, we also respond to those. Uh, thank you to our sponsor for this month, CWODesigns.com. Uh, they are a custom woodworking, decor, and now custom photography and framing company. That's CWODesigns.com. Trust me, I have uh, I definitely uh, uh, have seen their work, and they do a fantastic job. Again, CWODesigns.com. Also, our colleague Julia is not here today, uh, but uh, if you also get a chance, go to Amazon, Kindle. Uh, if you love reading books, uh, her newest one is Carved in Stone, a Vanessa Stone murder thriller. I know she would appreciate a, a review and definitely download those books. But uh, I'll go to Amazon, Carved in Stone by Julia Shoup. Now, today's uh, 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 podcast is going to be a bit shorter uh, because uh, John and Julia and I are, are starting the next of the Pod Bay Door Network uh, project. It's, uh, we're going to start uh, recording and producing that tomorrow. And uh, we're going to tease that next week. Uh, so on social networking uh, and all of our social media, uh, we're going to uh, give you sort of a, a little bit uh, of a teaser there. And if you if you like health and tech and politics and entertainment and things that work and things that don't work or things that um, that just drive you crazy, uh, we're going to be able to uh, have some wonderful conversations. But again, uh, uh, keep uh, with us next week and uh, we will tease that. But this week we are talking about opening up a Las Vegas hotel. John and I have the distinction of being what is called founders. Uh, I don't even know if they use that term anymore, do they? I don't know. I had a t-shirt yeah. that had that. Now, remember they gave us a t-shirt. They did. They did. And they gave they us a lot of shit. They gave us a lot of shit. And that was the thing. It was like, only came in one size. It was extra large. Yeah. I still have the rocks glasses. For some I won them. I was I was outstanding in something. I, I didn't kill myself that week. So I, that, 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 I got some rocks glasses. I, have, uh, I actually have one of the best, um, uh, like, thermal coolers I've ever had. Mm. And I got it from the Venetian. I have I have one of those ja I have a jacket which we don't need to wear in Las Vegas but they gave me a jacket. Yes. Um because I got some employee of the month or something remember that? I, I do. Went, I forget what they called it. Yeah. And I got a um a plaque for that and it's always been my desire for us to get together with a sledgehammer yeah. and lay waste to that. But we'd like to get it on video <laughs> so we can post that for <laughs> And the hashtag Cranky John yes. finds a home. That's right. Uh, but um, yeah, we opened up the Venetian. We were called Founders, and and Founders are, was the term 
used um, for for literally, we were the newest employees, we were the first employees to open up this hotel. I do believe they still use that term, but we were, it was uh, most appropriate for the Venetian. It was one of, uh, Venetian uh, was guilty of, as most corporations are, uh, our lives were euphemisms. We, we didn't have problems, we have challenges. Yeah. Um, the, I, I heard today, I had a conversation. Uh, with a uh, colleague of mine at the at the uh, Cosmo, and she says their human resources department is no longer human resources; it's the people department. Oh, yes, because they don't want to marginalize individuals and and reduce them to what they are as far as a resource. I see. Yes, so I I want to know well exactly why are you paying me? I'm I'm this. I'm your resource for this, and you're paying me for this. Yeah, and you're paying me what the market will will, will bear. I wonder what their what their <laughs> see. They need to change their job titles too. Yes. So somebody is you know vice president of corporate bullshit. Oh yeah. You know, and really that that's it. I remember mm-hmm. when I worked for uh, CTB McGraw Hill. Yes. Which was the testing wing of McGraw Hill. They wanted to quote unquote rebrand because people didn't you know they said that there were so many hits when starbucks did their logo imagine how many hits we might get if we rebrand i said there's a big difference everybody knows starbucks a lot of people drink coffee mm. nobody gives a shit about the test that they who makes the test that their kids take in school right nobody cares if we change the logo you know they just didn't seem to, to grasp that so they went through this whole mm-hmm. campaign where they were going to rebrand the company yeah, yeah you know yeah but uh yeah so founder founder all that means it's a, it's a lovely term yeah but all that means is that uh, we were the first employees of the venetian and they're really rare when you think about it i mean the yes. hotel only you're only a founder it was that initial yes. group that you have so, you know, and when a hotel opens, it's usually mm-hmm. the big fanfare. It's been years since they've opened, I mean, to a to a big fanfare like they did back when we opened the Venetian in in um in 99. Yes. You know, there was a Bellagio a couple of years before that, the uh, Mandalay Bay. There was yeah. a lot of them opened and then after us there was the I think the Paris, the Paris and yes. uh the Aladdin at that time which became Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Uh, the only thing we've had uh, in recent memory, which was, was unfortunately turned out to be quite a quite a disastrous failure, was the Lucky Dragon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They had founders, technically speaking, uh, and uh, uh, the but unfortunately they're 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 gone by the wayside. Yeah. Um, now now another thing people don't know about Las Vegas, and, and it just remi- you just reminded me, is that Las Vegas has and, and it's, we don't have the, um, you know, we don't have the. Uh, uh, the flag in the in the in the the planet for this, but uh, we will hire founders. We will hire an entire building of people. We were over hire as they did for the Venetian. Yeah. They'll hire way too many staff, and then and then without fail, they will fire them. They will yeah. will yeah. not fire, lay them off because they're they, they, they when you're let go at a hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, basically, on your file, you are uh, hireable, rehireable, or not rehireable. Yeah, you actually get stamped in your file. Uh, I don't even know what I have. Probably not. Oh, and uh, you remember when, when we first opened? We went through the training. There were some people there. We just, I mean, I assume they were HR people. Yeah, uh, who were there helping the training, telling us how to deal with difficult people, whatever. And then when we opened, I saw some of those same people working the front desk. Yes. And what happened? Well, they got redeployed, basically, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's because it, we, they, we no longer need trainers, yes. even though they really did, because they always had new people coming in. Right. 
But so we have to find something for them to do. And I was kind of surprised that they had really low level jobs. Yeah. I thought, well, aren't they like assistant manager or something? Because they were the ones doing the training. No, no, no. Um, uh, but speaking of training, uh, John and I have made mention that uh, during our training period and while the while the while the building was the, the entire facility was being built off site, we went through training. Uh, 12 weeks I think um, and uh, it was a it was a wonderful time yeah uh, made wonderful friends uh, recently had dinner with uh, another one of our friends uh, we mentioned him earlier Fred and uh, even he said even he's after all these years he said that he re- remembers that so fondly and um, again it was off-site uh, we ate deli sandwiches for 12 weeks or yeah. I did yeah uh, and uh, we we basically learned the job of concierge yeah. now now strangely i have to say that the, all of us 20 of us um uh, we all brought certain things to the table uh like you know, the avengers like the avengers yeah. but i have to say that there was not one of us that was that was properly trained as a concierge yeah. now granted that that's arguable exactly what that training would have been uh, but uh, uh, we were not trained, and, and so we the the twelve weeks that we we went back and forth and learned things. What we truly learned was the hotel, what was going to be offered at the hotel, how it was going to be offered, uh, when it was going to be offered, and who's going to be involved. Um, and then, but but beyond that, as far as departmental procedures and directions, we kind of made it up as we went. Yeah. Um, Oftentimes, I would sit there, still having a great time, saying, oh, this ought to be interesting when we open, because um, there really is no uh, game plan. No. You know, as far as doing this, you, you're just going to, and no one really told us, although the, the, the smartest of us all uh, knew that we were going to get our asses handed to us that first week, yeah. the, the, that night. Yeah, uh, and but, management didn't help. I mean, did, yeah. did, you remember they had called it, they, they like to call it a soft opening. Yes. Um, but, you know, they called it the Venetian, they called it what, the incompletion? Because all they wanted, all they had that was available was the casino. Yes. The shops weren't open for, for weeks, if not months after that, before they opened the second floor. And some of the rooms didn't work. We were supposed to stay overnight. That's one of the things that usually happens, is that you become a mock guest. Yes. Before it opens to the public, you go in there to make sure that the toilet's flush, that the doors lock. Mm. They didn't do that. And mm. guess what? Couldn't. Some of the, they couldn't do they it. Couldn't they do didn't it. have they didn't have the fire. Uh, they didn't have the inspections done. Right. And then all of those problems then were the people who stayed there who had the whether it was the you know the uh, the luxury or you know <laughs> the, right. of being the first person to stay in that room and they find out that the doors didn't lock yeah. or, or they couldn't open the safe or there's all kinds yeah. of problems. There were, I believe, if I remember right, there were only six floors available yeah. in total, yeah. and not all the all of each floor was available. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yes, it was, it was, uh, one restaurant. Yeah. Delmonico's. Yep. And, uh, so, you know, and as far, John's right, uh, the shopping was not open. The Grand Canal shop, the canal wasn't even done. Yeah. They were still, they were still, I believe still pouring the concrete for it. Um, and, uh, all the amenities, I mean, VIP services wasn't built up yet. Yeah. And so what was going to happen now we're skipping ahead a little bit. But what was going to happen was that w- there was going to be a front desk, oh those poor souls, yeah, and us. And then when the rope drop happens, uh, all these people rush in. Now, luckily, a lot of the people 
that go to openings, as John and I both know, uh, are not, um, uh, they're, they're only patrons. They're not actually staying there. They come to see it. Uh, but uh, uh, no, we did not. Have, uh, the biggest one that we didn't have was called a certificate of occupancy, meaning that people can be in the building at all. Uh, we got it that night. Yep. In fact, we waited for it to be delivered before they could op- uh, even begin to think about opening the doors. But again, we're, we're skipping ahead. So the training, we went through the training and we talked about foods and we talked about a presentation and we talked about and we had uh, we had uh, measurements and, and, uh, and for our uniforms, uh, which which in our case, it was a black suit, gold. And they changed it. They did. They did at first. They yeah. did. We were actually going to have uh, just a standard suit with tie, uh, but they changed it to a black suit with a gold lame vest. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it was it was awful. Yeah, was and, awful. and there were certain things that you know, in some ways, it kind of surprises me that they didn't know. For example, you know, I had to get a gaming card, and I had to get a tam and card. Tam card. You know, tam card. Tam t- card for those uh, uh, for alcohol. Yes, tobacco serving. alcohol management. Yes. <laughs> and basically, it's like four hours in a class where you learn to identify drunks. Yeah. Which is not which was a skill I already had. Yeah. Um, but then they give you a card and it's something else put in your wallet. And there turns out that well, you know, usually the people who need those are the people who have to serve alcohol, because you have to know well this guy's had too many or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we didn't serve alcohol. No. So I didn't need a TAM card, but I had one anyway. Same thing with the gaming card. It was explained to me later on, several years later, yeah. that the TAM card actually was to cover us, cover the base that we could comp alcohol oh okay now i don't even know if that's true i would have to look at the uh, bylaws of, of the tam service cards and everything else but that's basically what i was yeah, told yeah uh and we did we comped no and then we did mostly cheap champagne yeah, i mean yeah. fruit baskets mostly fruit baskets yeah. and chocolates tr- covered strawberries oh god yeah but uh, now from training we then our training uh when the building then was available we got a, a certificate of occupancy for the lower level, which is what, what is most of the time referred to as the back of the house. Uh, again, a euphemism, but it's the back of the house. And so we moved there and we continued our training, but the building was not available. Then this is probably the coolest part, uh, in my opinion, of the whole process. The opening actually wasn't cool. It sucked. It was, it was awful. It was yeah. hard on us. Yeah. But the cool part was actually seeing the construction. Now, yeah. uh, I'm a DIY guy. I love to watch that stuff. Uh, now, John, do you like that? Yeah, I did. I mean, we had to wear hard hats. Yes. And I remember seeing a group of guys uh, in a corner somewhere, and I started to walk up to them and realized, Jesus, one of them is dressed like Elvis, kind of. <laughs> and I thought, it doesn't make sense. And they're not moving. They're just kind of, I thought they were talking and realized yeah. that they were from the Wax Museum. Oh. <laughs> and it was Kenny Rogers was one of them, yes. and and they had a few others, um, and because they were opening the the wax museum, Madame Tussauds, Madame yeah. Tussauds, uh-huh. and they they needed some place to store these wax figures, yeah. and what I had heard was they were going to have a Tony Bennett, but Tony Bennett's body showed up before his head, and somebody had to go to the airport, and pick up this wax head of Tony Bennett, and they had it in a hat box in the seat of their car, and they I heard that they said you know driving into the hotel, <laughs> what if I get pulled over? <laughs> what do you got in a hat box? You know, oh, and great. and this was you know not long after the movie Seven had had opened, so just like you know, <laughs> what's in the box? Tony John? Bennett's head. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's great. I never heard yeah, that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, as far as the construction, you know, if you've watched any construction from the outside, it, you know, it, it's pretty standard. I mean, yeah. the, the framing goes up and, of course, steel girder framing and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but when you talk about Las Vegas hotels being built because they are they have such intricate facades, they they have uh, they, and the decor is is yes, it's fake. But it's still made. It's still yeah. molded and formed. It's still attached and, and, and completely constructed and designed. It's amazing. And we got to watch this, um, you know, peaks and, and around the corners and around the curtains and everything else, because obviously we weren't allowed there uh, with, without approval or hard hats, which we didn't have every day. But yeah. most days we were, we were told to bring them. Uh, but uh, the I, I think the the most interesting thing to me was to see the technology. Yeah. Uh, they were running Cat fives for a month, uh, yeah. Cat five cables for all everything for all the data for all the uh, AV, and um, you know something as simple as the lighting. You know, I mean the lighting that that the, the decorative lighting, main lighting. You know, and it was just amazing to watch all of this just kind of transform you know yeah. th- this whole thing during our training period so i think that was that was probably the that and the training i think yeah that what was, was also wonderful. really cool was the colonnade area if you've been there you know there's a long walkway there's where the front lobby is mm-hmm. and none of that was done except the ceiling they already yes. had the paintings in place yeah. and because those paintings were done on the ground yes and then uh, and again these those were hand painted those aren't you know, printed out on a printer or something right. like that. Those are hand painted. That's they were. And then they were placed first. Those were the first things that went up. So the ceiling was all done. Nothing else was done. Everything else was, you know, you could see, yeah. you could see plywood and everything like that. You could, and the columns. Some columns Column. were there. Some weren't. Some weren't. Yes. Uh, that and yeah. now the ceiling. That that was the uh, a, a uh, that was a bone of contention for most everybody. But we can guarantee you, uh, having stared at that ceiling for upwards of five years, that it is not a replica of the Sistine no, Chapel. It's not. No. Uh, it is not the creation. It is not God's finger and, and, yeah. and Adam's hand. Uh, it, it, it is not even the right period. No. Uh, so, so, but we, every, uh, where's the Sistine Chapel? That was a huge question. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to, John and I, I think are going to put our heads together and think of all the questions that we can think of both good, bad, and funny. Uh, and try to rip through those. Uh, we're going to really rack our brains because that's yeah. going to be a whole show. Because uh, uh, we, it's it's hysterical. It's hysterical yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and we're talking like, where's the Sistine Chapel? Well, it's yeah. The other you know, one that I got is is standing there. Is <laughs> we had for a while. It, it didn't it didn't go over well. Do you remember they had a the the, the Venetians answer to the free show, yes. which was they let they let the doves go, the pigeons uh, right. that went from the the tower outside, and you know they flew in the air. Well, somebody thought that they that this show went off indoors. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, yeah, that really would make a lot of sense <laughs> to have, you know, um, six dozen pigeons flying through the casino when people are trying to play games. Mm-hmm. And if you ever had a pigeon, you know, that they don't have a small intestine. Yes. So when they fly and they could just, they just take yes. a dump and they have no control over it. And I could just imagine it, you know, on the felt yeah. and everything. No, no, this is outdoors. It was outdoors. It was outdoors. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, we will definitely make a show of that. Uh, all the questions that we had, uh, you know, we're at Sistine Chapel. Um, I want to go see Siegfried and Richard. Yes, the flume ride. Yes, the, the log flume ride upstairs in the Venetian. Uh, trust us, folks. We've heard most everything. Now, the next thing that happens in the construction. So, yeah, Siegfried and Richard, I'm telling you. Uh, the next thing that happens uh, is, is once the construction reaches a certain level, uh, John and I and the rest of our, our group uh, are, are given a walkthrough. 
which again is is a really neat thing to do. I mean, you you it's probably I don't know eighty percent done. Yeah. Well, eighty percent safe, I guess. Uh, and we walked through, and we got to see. You know, at this point, we're we're looking at uh, carpets. Which are still covered in plastic. Yeah. Um, uh, there's there's uh, um, oh tiling going on. Yeah. You know? And so we had a model suite that we could look at. So yeah. We one knew what mo- one. One. Yes. Yeah. And it was uh and it ended up not being the the the, the general standard one. It wasn't yeah. even the one that people got. Um, but uh, that's when we got the hard hats out. That's yeah, when we, yeah. we uh, and, and for our particular group, we decorated the hard hats and made it kind of a special thing. But uh, we walked around with the hard hats and saw all this, and that con- that was a continuation uh, of our training. I mean, where's this? Where's that? Because you got to realize the Venetian at the time, and still is, uh, a gargantuan hotel. Yeah. People have no idea. And we had to know, well, we took pride in knowing every square foot. Yep. Every square foot. We even knew, well, uh, knew, uh, you know, I, I emphasize that, you know, where uh, certain gaming carousels were, you know, and certain pit bosses and where's the hosts and this and that. I mean, we knew everything, which was, um, I took great pride in that. Yeah, and that was accumulative because, yes. it, because when we first opened, not, not everything was open. Yeah. And and uh, we didn't know where things were going to go. We know where they were planned to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you remember also in the grand plan of things, Two years after the Venetian opened, that's when they were going to start construction on what is now the Palazzo, mm-hmm. but they were going to call it the Lido. Yes, and exactly. That, yes, but it does. It was going to connect through the canal at the back end where it, where it does. Mm-hmm. But they and it, and it wasn't two years later. That's just when they when they uh, created new uh, when they built uh, added on more rooms. Yes, that was the next phase, and then yeah. they went ahead and. and yeah, opened. you know, and, and, and most of the time when we first opened, and we're getting to the grand opening. But when we first opened, our answer, nine times out of ten, was that's where it will be. You know, yeah. see those doors? See that big tarp? That's yeah. where it's going to be. Uh, but uh, um, I, the colonnade, when we opened, I, th- I believe mostly was done. You could see... You know, it wasn't it wasn't finished to to my liking. You know, you could see open outlets and and things of that nature. You know that, but uh, uh, it was pretty much done. Uh, and I do remember pretty clearly the the fountain yeah. that's right in front of the bell on the concierge desk. Um, uh, the uh, 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 Oculus. Yes, that was down. That was down yes. at the end by the in the casino, right? Yes, the Oculus. That was there. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and then uh, what became the Hermitage Museum yes. was just an open area where you had. I mean, it wasn't just they had chairs and they had some couches, a waiting, yeah, like a waiting area. That's yeah. what that's what it was. And then that became um, before the Hermitage. Wasn't it VIP? They it was VIP services. Yeah, yeah. Yes, VIP put, services. Yes. They usually put in Las Vegas hotels uh, a bell desk concierge and vip services relatively close vip always gets a little bit further away because they're so special yeah yeah and we would have to know that if somebody came to the desk and say Mm -hmm. where do i check in i'd have to say well you don't have to ask them their name now they think i can check them in which i can't preferably at caesar yeah (laughs) yeah right so so i'd look and see whether or not they were a a regular guest yes uh or if they were an invited guest and they went somewhere else or if they were a casino guest and then mm-hmm. got the VIP mm-hmm. because, you know, they were real particular about that. He mm-hmm. might be an invited guest. Where's VIP? No, I'm sorry. You're not a VIP. You're just invited, you're guest. invited guest. You go over to that 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 special end of the of Slightly the shorter desk. line. Yes, a slightly shorter line. Yeah, yes. there, there was a tiered, and still is, still is, absolutely, uh, a tiered uh, system of checking in. Uh, yeah. If you were just a schmuck who, yeah. who paid three bills a night for his room, 
uh, you went in the big long line. Uh, invited guests went into a slightly shorter line, but still at the front desk, as John said. Um, and then there was one more. There was uh, there was um, VIP hotel guest, which still went to the hotel, but then went to another little window. Yeah. And then there was VIP casino guest, yep. which is what you want to be. Yeah. But the only way to be that, of course, is to to have a reputation. Brand new hotel, we'd have no gaming records for them, so they would have had to have been um, uh, sort of bridged over from Caesars or wherever. And a host would bring them over and say, "Hey, you know this guy, this guy John, he's going to spend some money." Let's make him a VIP casino guest. Um, but that's what you wanted to be. Or you were, you know, uh, uh, Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, and bought out one whole floor. But uh, so right after the hard hat situation, the walkthrough, then then we're getting close. Uh, the the, the uh, excitement is palpable. Uh, and uh, so right after that is when we start prepping. Uh, the, the, all the departments come in. So now you're starting to meet everybody, hotel, front desk, bell, so on and so forth, and concierge, uh, just the same. And we prep our own office. We had a telecom area, which is, of course, where we answered the phones, uh, and we had uh, desks, and we had uh, uh, promotional materials and things of that nature. So at that point, we're, we're, you know, we're looking the, 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 the light at the end of the tunnel. Is a train now, and the light at the end of the tunnel is there. We're gonna open, so we're gonna get everything ready, and we started doing sort of mock setups. Yeah. Uh, like John said, we uh, we would do mock um, uh, walk-ups and mock people. Yeah, and unfortunately, looking back, I mean, you usually think that oh, that's pretty authentic. Uh, since we really didn't know, we hadn't done the job before. None of us really had much concierge experience except right. the boss. That they really, you know, those situations, I don't think I've ever encountered one. No. They were always different. And the other thing is, is that even if you had the right answer, oftentimes the guests didn't like that answer. Right. And it's just like, what do you mean I have to walk that far to the elevators? Well, uh, how do I handle that? Nobody told us that, well, it's a very large complex. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. It's a hotel, resort, casino, and it's got a convention center. Yeah. So distances are long. And then yeah. it says, you put the elevators over there, I have to walk through the casino. I didn't put the elevators anywhere. The yeah. building did. This is where they put my desk. I'm just giving you the directions. If you don't like it, I don't know. You know, again, I don't know what to say to them. Yeah. Oh, I know. And and that was very common. Yeah. That was very common. I mean, uh, you know, they, they, I know that most people are just frustrated and, and looking for the first person to blame. But unfortunately, we were the first. Yeah. And you know, it was weird how, how the bell desk skirted some of that yeah. because we, we were dressed differently. We were dressed a, a, a slightly higher level. Uh, and it was quite obvious that the bell was going to take your luggage and, and take care of that. Now, the bell desk could still help you, uh, but they, they didn't get the irate customers that we did or the, no. or the, the frustrated ones or the well, I think people, crazy ones. People are not accustomed. I mean, they're accustomed in all hotels yeah. um, to a bell desk. Or as we called it, guest services. Guest services, yes. Yeah. More, more euphemisms. Yeah, more euphemisms that confuse people <laughs> right. because they didn't know what it was. But concierge, when I feel I'm a concierge, oh, so you're in charge of everything. They kind of thought that we had this power. So we were the guys to come and complain to. Yes. And we really weren't. So, and then I had, I had it even worse than that because of, the, of, of you know, the stereotyping because I was the oldest one. They mm -hmm. just assumed I was in charge. Yeah. And unfortunately, when we started as concierge, it was sort of the, the, the burgeoning of this own the problem corporate uh, attitude, you know, and that's fine. It's, it's nothing new. It's just people, I guess, forgot it. You know, people would come to us and say they would just sort of vomit out all their problems. And, you know, the, the, the sort of corporate procedure is, well, Mr. Smith, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to own this problem. And, and if I don't know the answer, I'll go get it. Well, 
yeah, it's a great way to do things. And, and I don't know why that everybody thought it was new, but but unfortunately, the, the concierge that we, we were not in charge uh, as far as it, it came to, to challenges or problems, what ha, what have you. Um, and not, I would say a good eight out of ten situations like that, we had to. Well, I'm going to use the terrible term, pawn them off, because we can't do it. We can go find the person who can who do can it, but do we it. couldn't yeah. help you. And for the longest time, uh, until and I'm going to take credit for this, for the longest time we couldn't even produce keys, which was a huge problem. Yep. And just so everybody knows, yes, credit cards will crap out your hotel keys. Yeah. Don't put your credit. Don't put your key in your wallet. Don't put your key in your purse. Keep your key in your pants and keep it away from your from everything, anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because at, especially at the Venetian, if you hike all the way up there yep. and your key doesn't work, there's nobody to help you up there. And I always ask for two keys when I check always in the hotel. Always ask for exactly. How many keys do you need? Two. Yeah. Why do you need two? Because because one of them just might not work, and I got a, I got a spare basically. Yeah. So I would say well into a year yeah. of our tenure there uh, is when I finally got them to uh, instruct us and have the facilities to make a key. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so so at this point we're ready. We've made it. It's opening night, and uh, you know we thought at the beginning of the evening it was going to be um, pretty spectacular. But very quickly, as we all arrived, it was all hands on deck. Well, yep. I think all 20 of us were there. Uh, very quickly, after our shift started, we all realized, holy crap, yeah. this is this is a shit show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we didn't have our certificate of op- occupancy. The, there was only six floors ready and not all of those. One restaurant was ready, no shopping. Uh, there were still construction workers. There was blue tape. If anybody yeah. knows or has bought a house, or a, blue tape is, shows something that needs to be done. It's, a, it's called a punch list. And there was blue tape everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the other thing was is that, you know, they hadn't invented the smartphone. They had, they had cell phones. Correct. But yeah. just, you know, there was no way of sending somebody a message. Right. It's a big place. So mm-hmm. we were not always informed yeah. what was going on. You know, they had opened one time. They did open something. And I was telling people that it wasn't open yet. Why? Because that was the information I had. They happened to have been able to wander up there, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't have the chance to do because I was at the desk. And they came back and says, you know, hey, you better know your own building. Right. That place is open. Well, hey, we don't have memos. I mean, we just we didn't even have a, a, a you know an, an intranet s- system where yeah. we could send out an email to everybody. Hey, mm-hmm. this is now open. You know, I mean, that was one of the things that I had started was the was the intranet site mm-hmm. for the for for us for the concierge because yeah. we were pretty much the brokers of information. We yes. had to know everything that went on. We had to yeah. know what the conventions were. Yeah. So because we had people asking us, where is this? You know, where's the the meeting for this? Or, or when does it get out? Or where's this dinner? Or whatever, we had to know it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, John? I have to, get, again, pat ourselves on the back. And, and, and honestly, for a while, all 20, they were, we were fantastic. We were the best. Uh, and, um, and we were. We were, we, we were well in front of the, the, the way the information age is now. And we, 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 were, we, were, we were the harbingers of, of everything that was the Venetian and beyond. We knew the town. We had it. We nailed it, you know. And we're sitting there, and we knew we nailed it. We we got this. We got this. And John and I had had I think uh, demonstrated ourselves as as being extremely competent at doing this. 
uh, I was very diplomatic. John was a, a very intellectual uh, his approach. Um, uh, and so what what happens when you're excellent? You get you get your ass thrown in front. Yeah. And there we were. There yeah. John and I were at the desk and waiting for those doors to open. Well, nothing's happening. It, it's and a, and a pin. You could hear a pin drop at the other end yeah. of the hotel. And we're like, what's going on? What's going on? And no, no, we can't open the doors. And so and then we're waiting for a guy. We're waiting for a, 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 a delivery person to deliver the certificate so we can open the doors because there's huge fines if we do that otherwise. Yeah. So he finally came. He shows up and they open the doors. And of course, the, 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 you know, we were very confident. And then we realized that they're all coming to us, John and myself and the rest of us, to check in. Yep. And so the line got huge and I forget who it was. It wasn't myself or you, or you because we were, you know, being barraged with questions. Someone got the bright idea to go out there and say, hey, guys, are you checking in? You know, and there was nobody at the front desk and we diverted everybody to the, to the front desk finally to, to check in. And uh, that's when it started. It was it was awful. I mean, the complaints were immediate. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me of when I worked football games for the 49ers at the concession stand. Mm. There were certain times where the line was like eight or nine, ten deep and it never got down. You you know, hey, good. This guy just wants a beer. So, bam, pouring the beer. And, you know, they would they would they would (laughs) typically and it was dumb. They would have somebody who was not 21 work in the concession stand. They are not allowed to to pull the beer tap. Yes. So they'd have to say, John, I have to reach over and pull it and then fill my own and then reach over and shut theirs off. You know, oh, no. now they could hand the beer to somebody and take their money, right. but they couldn't actually pour the beer. Right. So but that it reminded me of that at the because we would see all these people in line and we we're trying to blow through that queue, you know, trying to answer the question. Yeah. Good. I got another one going. Oh, gee, I just answered that question. But the line's not getting any shorter. Just yes. more people are getting in. Right. You know, right. And, and it was just like, God, when is this going to end? Yeah, it was it was shocking. And one thing I, t- I said to our, our colleague Fred recently is that the one thing the Venetian did for me as a um, as, as a uh, oh, public service person, I guess, is there is no crowd number of individuals or line that I will ever be intimidated by again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, 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 you you learn in working with Vegas because it's volume. It's not quality. It's volume. Don't don't kid yourself, folks. Um, uh, is you do one thing, you do it well and move on. You cannot do the multitasking thing when you're getting hammered like that, especially opening night. So John and I are there. We're, we're fielding the questions. We're, we're hockey goalies. We're just, you know, we're, we got it. You know, 19, what is it, 1980 uh, U.S. team, we're, we're the, the Russians, the Poles, yeah, yeah. we got it, we got them. Yeah, in most cases, where is this? Not open yet. Not <laughs> open, not open. Bathroom's right over there. Not open. Yeah. Go away. Now, but here, the, the, the one thing that I will never forget, and John reminds me of this often, is that, we, of course, on an opening of a hotel, any hotel, they're going to bring celebrities. Yeah. Well, our big one, because we are an Italian-themed hotel, was the lovely Sophia Loren. Yeah who we later found out that would not she could not and would not stay at the Venetian. She ended up staying at at the Mirage yeah, across Mirage. the street. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, so not even their 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 uh, booked celebrity would stay there. So needless to say, you know, it was it was um it whenever anybody ever asked me, I, I tell I say to them it was an amazing experience, and I believe that is uh, the, a great use of an overused term. It really was an amazing experience. Now, now uh, you know it's uh, uh, it wasn't awesome. It did not it did not uh, uh, elicit awe from me because it was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, uh, John's one I think that's one of your favorite ones. Awesome, awesome. 
amazing. Everything's awesome and amazing. <laughs> Neither of which are true. Uh, but it was an amazing experience, uh, one that I, I, I don't think will ever be repeated in my lifetime for me uh, because I won't allow it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go back. Uh, but uh, we've talked about Julia going back, and I, I can't imagine how she did it. Uh, but uh, uh, At least she didn't have to go back to an opening like yes. that. I mean, she oh. didn't. I mean, granted, she wouldn't have found her with us in that regard. Yeah. She didn't have to put up with that bullshit. Yeah. But, but yeah. um, you know, it, 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 it was, was a lesson in humiliation. It and, was, and just it's just like you know, wow, I just didn't yeah. expect this. It was without question a trial by fire. There was no, you know, the the, the training was good. I mean, it kind of prepared us. Uh, I think the best thing it did for us was to make a cohesive group. You know, we were friends by then and, and, uh, and true colleagues. We knew we were going to help each other. Uh, but it didn't do a damn thing uh, for preparedness. I mean, it, and, and, and like John said, uh, we were not concierge. And, and, and many of us, myself included, were not even uh, accustomed to customer service. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, it was on the other side of the desk. Uh, so we just did our best, and it was, um, you know, it was wonderful. It was awful. You know, it was uh, it was unique, and it, it will never be repeated. Uh, and, I, you know, I look at it now. Uh, I, I, I thank my stars that I had the people with me that I did, uh, and I think that is one of the world's most unique employment situations you could ever go through, period. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, like John said, going into an already open casino, eh, that's like going to work for anybody else. Yeah. But opening a Las Vegas hotel, casino, resort, you, you know, if you get a chance, do it and then quit right right after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it really was an Lessons amazing experience. Lessons in Chaos. Lessons in Chaos. Yeah. There's the book right there. Yeah, Lessons in Chaos by Siegfried Richard. That's right. <laughs> or, I had a guy, you know, he asked for it. He wanted to see the Gunter Gables show. Well, I remember <laughs> yeah. Gunter Gables was the lion tamer with the Ringling Brothers Circus. <laughs> That's so, right. You know, and he wore the sequins and everything like that. So, you know, we've talked about this, the Anita Baker, yeah. Anita Hill thing that where I screwed up a couple of weeks ago because I got the names, you know, in, yeah. in the memory um, come up that way. And there, there, there's some, some synapse crossfire oh it's the same thing with this guy he couldn't think of Siegfried and Roy he had it in his mind it's it's a guy with lions or tigers yeah. and he wore sequins oh it's it's Gunter Gables Gunter Gables <laughs> my god I do remember that man you're old John <laughs> but uh, we are definitely going to uh, produce a show with all the uh, all of the uh, the misstep questions that yeah. we received uh, from Siegfried and Richard to to uh, Sigmund and Freud Sigmund and Freud yes oh yeah, Siegfried. It's Siegfried and Roy. If everybody's ever asking the the, the you know with the white tigers, yeah. uh, but uh, that was on that was that's. An we also had Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance and Michael Flatley's yes Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies <laughs> and yeah, Lord of the Rings also got that too. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> yeah. And I I and I remember uh, because a lot of things here in Las Vegas are of a foreign language or, mm -hmm. or try to be restaurants, uh, especially, um, uh, people, people love to jump in there and try their best with French. And, uh, you know, there's a wonderful show out here called Mystere. And I mean, we're talking Mr. Ray, yeah. uh, mystery. I mean, but well, uh, we also have the French restaurant La Pamplemousse. And I got mousse. the pimpled mousse. <laughs> That's the pimpled Doesn't mousse. sound very appetizing to me. Yes, yes. In fact, that was one I I won a bet from a from a guest, and they said, "I bet you don't know what pamplemousse uh, stands for." It's a grapefruit. Yeah. yeah. 
but and a very famous restaurant. It's gone now. Oh, is Sadly, it gone? I, I believe Pamplemousse is oh, gone. That's too bad. Uh, but uh, we will. John and I will gather up all of those, uh, so maybe you can have a laugh laugh with us, folks. Uh, but uh, uh, thanks again for joining us and uh, to contact us. Any of our social networking uh, um, formats, just uh, just drop us a line, Twitter, Facebook, uh, WordPress, anything you want. Uh, we answer everything and anything that comes in. Our email is uh, thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes and give us that review if you could. We would love that. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, again, cwodesigns.com, uh, custom woodworking decor, custom photography and framing. That's cwodesigns.com. And again, uh, hi to our our. our lovely colleague Julia Shoup. Check out her book on Amazon Kindle. It's carved in stone, a Vanessa um, Stone murder thriller. Lots of lots of killing. Killing, John. It's dark killing. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. Carved in stone, Julia Shoup. Thanks uh, for John. This is Jamie. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed, and talent is out. Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.